your host, a singer, songwriter, world-traveling troubadour, and 30-year veteran of the Grand Ole Opry, George Hamilton V. This is George Hamilton V, and you are listening to WKRM Radio. We're having so much fun here tonight. Going to have a big, big celebration of the life and times of the one and only Peter Cooper, a good friend of all of us. And we got so many of his good friends here from the writing world, from the songwriting world, from the music world. It is going to be a fantastic evening here on Americana Central Time on WKRM 103.7 FM, 1340 AM. If you're on your tractor riding around beautiful downtown Columbia, Tennessee in the early evening or anywhere in marvelous Murray County around the world on WKRMradio.com. We're coming at you from Mule Town, USA on that WKRM Mule Town Radio Tower of Power, high atop Mount Parnassus, smack dab in the middle of beautiful downtown Columbia, Tennessee. It's time for us to say welcome to Americana Central Time. <laughs> it's time to hop on that mule train, y'all, right here on Americana Central Time on WKRM Columbia, Tennessee. Yeah. 
of the Maddox Brothers and Sister Rose with Mule Train. We always like to kick off Americana Central Time on WKRM every Sunday night from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Central Time all around the world on WKRMRadio.com with Mule Train because we're coming at you from Mule Town, USA. Well, I'll tell you what, today is a big day, y'all. Not only do we have our wonderful celebration of our dear friend Peter Cooper, his life and his times here on Americana Central Time, WKRM, We've also been celebrating Johnny Cash's birthday. If you go to my Facebook page, you'll see a picture of Johnny Cash and me and June Carter. Or Johnny Cash and June Carter wondering who that guy is backstage at Wembley over in London, England. And, you know, here's a song I love to see on TV. Johnny Cash is alive and well all over the world through his music. And it's a little tune that he sang that originally written by Jeff Mack down in Australia. And then Hank Snow took it to the top of the charts. Emily Harris, I think, did some things with it too. All kinds of folks. Uh, anyway, here is Johnny Cash in honor of his birthday today. I've been everywhere right here on Americana Central Time, WKRM, Columbia, Tennessee. I was toting my pack along the dusty Winnemucca Road When along came a semi with a high-end canvas-covered load If you're going to Winnemucca Mac with me, you can ride And so I climbed into the cab and then I settled down inside He asked me if I'd seen a road with so much dust and sand And I said, listen... I've traveled every road in this here land I've been everywhere, man I've been everywhere, man Across the deserts, bare man I breathe the mountain air, man I travel, I've had my share, man I've been everywhere I've been to Reno, Chicago, Fargo, Minnesota, Buffalo, Toronto, Winslow, Sarasota, Wichita, Tulsa, Ottawa, Oklahoma, Tampa, Panama, Madawa, La Paloma, Bangor, Baltimore, Salvador, Amarillo, Tocopilla, Barranquilla, and Padilla. I'm a killer. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. Travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. I've been to Boston, Charleston, Dayton, Louisiana, Washington, Houston, Kingston, Texas, County, Monterey, Faraday, Santa Fe, Tallapoosa, Glen Rock, Black Rock, Little Rock, Oskaloosa, Tennessee, Tennessee, Chicopee, Spirit Lake, Grand Lake, Devil's Lake, Crater Lake, Beach Lake. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I've traveled, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. I've been to Louisville, Nashville, Knoxville, Lombabaca, Shepherdville, Jacksonville, Waterville, Coastal Rocky, Pittsfield, Springfield, Bakersfield, Shreveport, Hackensack, Cadillac, Fond du Lac, Davenport, Idaho, Jellico, Argentina, Diamantina, Pasadena, Catalina, see what I mean. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I've traveled, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. 
I've been to Pittsburgh, Parkersburg, Gravelburg, Colorado, Ellensburg, Rexburg, Vicksburg, Eldorado, Laramore, Atmore, Havistar, Chattanooga, Chaska, Nebraska, Alaska, Opelika, Baraboo, Waterloo, Kalamazoo, Kansas City, Sioux City, Cedar City, Dodge City, what a pity. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I've traveled, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. I've been everywhere Kentucky back in 49 and went to Detroit working on assembly line. The first year they had me putting wheels on Cadillacs. Every day I'd watch them beauties roll by and sometimes I'd hang my head and cry cause I always wanted me one that was long and black. One day I devised myself a plan that should be the envy of most any man. I'd sneak it out of there in a lunchbox in my hand. Now getting caught meant getting fired, but I figured I'd have it all by the time I retired. I'd have me a car worth at least a hundred grand. I'd get it one piece at a time, and it wouldn't cost me a dime. You'd know it's me when I come through your town. I'm gonna ride around in style, I'm gonna drive everybody wild, cause I'll have the only one there is around. So the very next day when I punched in with my big lunchbox and with help from my friend, I left that day with a lunchbox full of gear. I've never considered myself a thief, but GM wouldn't miss just one little piece, especially if I strung it out over several years. The first day I got me a fuel pump, and the next day I got me an engine and a trunk. Then I got me a transmission and all the chrome. The little things I could get in my big lunchbox, like nuts and bolts and all four shocks, but the big stuff we snuck out my buddy's mobile home. Now up to now my plan went all right till we tried to put it all together one night, and that's when we noticed that something was definitely wrong. The transmission was a 53, and the motor turned out to be a 73, and when we tried to put in the bolts, all the holes were gone. So we drilled it out so that it would fit, and with a little bit of help from an adapter kit, we had that engine running just like a song. Now the headlights, there was another sight. We had two on the left and one on the right, but when we pulled out the switch, all three of them come on. The back end looked kind of funny too, but we put it together, and when we got through, well, that's when we noticed that we only had one tail fin. About that time, my wife walked out, and I could see in her eyes that she had her doubts. But she opened the door and said, honey, take me for a spin. So we drove uptown just to get the tags, and I headed to ride on down Main Drag. I could hear everybody laughing for blocks around. But up there at the courthouse, they didn't laugh, because to type it up, it took the whole staff. And when they got through, the title weighed 60 pounds. 
I got it one piece at a time, and it didn't cost me a dime. You'll know it's me when I come through your town. I'm gonna ride around in style, I'm gonna drive everybody wild, cause I'll have the only one there is around. Uh, yeah, Red Rider, this is the Cottonmouth in the Psycho Billy Cadillac, come on. Oh. Uh, this is a cottonmouth, a negatory on the cost of this machine there, Red Rider. You might say I went right up to the factory and picked it up. It's cheaper that way. Uh, what model is it? Well, it's a 49, 50, 51, 52, 53, 54, 55, 56, 57, 58, 59 automobile. It's a 60, 61, 62, 63, 64, 65, 66, 67, 68, 69. Cooper and Eric Race right there. 
with I Wish We Had Our Time Again. And we've got our time again tonight on Americana Central Time Coast. Fragilliard is here and John Bird. Uh, and Irene Kelly, she's also been here before. And, of course, Paul Niehaus has been here before, too. So we have somebody brand new who is here tonight. This is kind of like being on Romper Room or something like that. I want to ask this gentleman right here. Tim Guiani, did you ever watch Robber Room? Of course I did, George. <laughs> you did? Did you like I, it? I loved it. I wish it was still on, George. I miss it. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry. It's back again. <laughs> it is our time again. I, I'll tell you what. That song right there, from what I understand, a Gale, you're, you and Tim Guiani, you all, you, you write pages and pages and pages with real paper <laughs> and real pen. Still use paper. You I all do. started out like... And the time where things were there, I mean, it was it was there on the paper. What do you well, think about that? Well, I mean, you're talking about actually things existing. I come, yeah. I come, I come from a time where we actually used regular old-fashioned typewriters yeah. and paper and sent the story upstairs for it to be typeset. So that yeah. was, I come from a at long time ago. At the Tennessean? Were you at the Banner at, also? I was at the paper in Clarksville called the Leaf Chronicle then. I was at the Banner for its last 10 years of existence. Wow. And then I was at the Tennessean for 10 years. Now, tonight, of course, we're celebrating the life and times of everybody's friend, Peter Cooper. Man, what a input he had to the music in this area and around the world. And Tim Gianni, you actually, did you all share an office at the Tennessean? Well, not only share, I actually, uh, he worked for me okay. on my staff. I, I hired him. From Spartan, he were, he he was from Spartanburg, South Carolina. Yeah, and he's yeah. I was looking for a, a new music writer. Yeah, and you can you can cut me off anytime you need to here, George. You're off. I'm um, just joking. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> he, he sent he sent me clips and a resume as because it was an advertised position. Yeah, and most of his clips were not about music. I was looking for a music writer about education. Yeah. He was an education reporter. Yeah. But he had he had the musician's heart and the words were good yeah. were good, so I called him on the phone. I liked him a lot. He brought him in for an interview. He was one of maybe three who came in for an interview, and uh, I knew when I was interviewing him that I was going to hire him. Yeah, I, I had to run him through. Everybody had to sign off on it, but I was going to hire him. And I'll say the the I, this is my best. Not necessarily going. It's not necessarily funny, but my anecdote about Peter was when he came in. Uh, it was like 10 to 5, uh, I said I was going to hire him. I said, yeah. we got to get down to HR by 5 o'clock so you can fill out the forms. Yeah. And he started walking by the Tennessee and Library and Perry Baggs. Yeah. Who you see was this good drummer for Jason and the Scorchers, yeah. Peter's favorite band. Perry, Perry was uh, our librarian. Wow. And so Peter stopped and said, by then I told him to call me Tim instead of Mr. Gianni. I said, he said, Tim, Tim, uh, that, is that Perry Bags really? Yeah. And I said, yeah. He said, I got to work at this place. Yeah. I said, well, he said, I want to meet, meet him. I said, Peter, we need to go downstairs. We've got 10 minutes to get, get your paperwork. Yeah. Then I'll bring you back upstairs to meet Perry Bags. So he, yeah. that, was, uh, that was kind of uh, – then, I, then I, he worked for me for many years then as, yeah. as my uh, – I can't remember what I called him, chief music writer, senior music writer, I think was his title. Wow. He, that he did for – Many years. Yeah, so Tim Gianni is here tonight. That's the voice of Tim Gianni. you got a brand new book, and if you'd hold it up this way, I can read the title because my computer broke. It won't print. P Pilgrims, P oh, excuse me. I would say Peter Pepper. I'm having a hard time with my false teeth. Pilgrims, Pickers, and Honky Tonk Heroes, My Personal Time with Music City Friends and Legends in Rock and Roll, R&B, 
and a whole lot of country. Tim Guiani, look it up online right now. You're going to be talking about Peter Cooper and about your brand new book and just all the things we've experienced here in Nashville. John Bird and Paul Niehaus will be playing some music. Then, of course, Irene Kelly will, too. They've, they've all written songs with Peter Cooper. And just to back up a touch and talk about Peter Cooper, because some people out there, it's interesting. They're maybe still going like, who is Peter Cooper and Fry Gellyard? Everybody knows who you are. You are an <laughs> author, you know, journalist, historian from Alabama. That's great. Just like John Bird. And so you wrote a book called Watermelon Wine, The Spirit of Country Music. Right. And somehow my father met you around that same time. Y'all met in Charlotte, North Carolina, where you were writing for the Charlotte Observer. You've been here in Tennessee, in Nashville, at the newspaper. Right. And you wrote this book. And a young man at Wofford College. That's correct. Read Watermelon Wine, the Spirit of Country Music. And I'm going to pass the microphone to you, Fry Gilliard. Well, Peter was a student uh, at Wofford College uh, right around the time this book came out, I guess. And um, so he read it, and, um, and I met him. Oh, gosh, in the early 1980s, I would say. I was speaking at another college in the same part of South Carolina, a little uh, school called Lander College. And Peter came over and said, I've got this copy of Watermelon Wine, The Spirit of Country Music. Wow. And, I, and I love the book, and, and I want to do what, what you do in this book. And I said, well, that's cool. Yeah. And so we talked. But you, and, didn't you say something like, but you don't know what I did? <laughs> well, no, he had read the book, okay. so I guess he did know what I did. And, <laughs> and, uh, and, and so I was immediately struck by this incredibly bright, incredibly earnest young yeah. guy. Yeah. I would love to say that I was prescient enough to also see that Peter Cooper – would become Peter Cooper in capital letters. Yeah. And by that I mean that he would become maybe the best music writer I've ever read. Wow. In terms of people who write about music. I yeah. mean, yeah, Peter Goralnik and there are others yeah. that are really great, but nobody in my view better than Peter. And and I, you know, and I didn't know that he would become that good. Who could know that when yeah. he was 20 years old? But that he started down that path, and he just got better and better and better. But even that could not contain the talents of Peter Cooper, because then uh, he began to write his own songs. Uh, he began to record them. He wrote with some of the best songwriters in Nashville, yeah. uh, Don Schlitz yeah. and uh, other Hall of Famers like that that yeah. he that he knew, and and um, and they all loved Peter. Yeah. You know. I mean, to know Peter Cooper was to to be around one of the brightest, most creative, funniest, gentlest, kindest. I mean, the superlatives just keep flowing. And I did a little post after the service, uh, the, the, the celebration the of, of his life Friday at night, the Hall of yeah. Fame Friday night. And I referred to Peter as my friend, and I said, the amazing thing is that probably 99% of this overflow crowd would use the same term yeah. to describe their relationship to Peter. Yeah. He was their friend. 
he had that many friends, and they were genuinely his friends. Yeah. And it was – he was an amazing force in Nashville. He also, in all his spare time, quote-unquote, uh, taught a course on the history of country music at Vanderbilt, yeah. which was the most popular elective at Vanderbilt University. Wow. Uh, your father did a guest lecture there one time, George. Okay. George the Fourth did. Um, you told me he really loved going there and being a guest there with yeah. Peter. And you were there too, weren't you? I, I, I yeah, I went. I was George the Fourth's uh, chauffeur that okay. day. So yeah, so that got me in the door. Yeah, but it was uh, it was it was cool. So you know, not to be. Um, I mean, I just you know, I just loved Peter Cooper. Yeah, Tim knew him much better than I did. Okay. but he and I stayed in touch regularly from the time he was 20 years old and i just watched with you know great amazement and and some sense of pride because he said and he kept saying that reading this book was you know of, of mine was one of the things that started him down the path and if that's even a little bit true, that's one of the proud accomplishments of uh, of my career. I'll tell well, you. And that. also, when the twenty fifth anniversary edition came out, Peter did you write an introduction? Peter added? wrote an introduction for it. Yeah, when the twenty yeah. fifth anniversary he edition very much, came out. I'm sorry, but I say he yeah. very much loved that book. I mean, he would talk about Fry's book all the time. I had read it, but he said he wanted to make sure. He said you need to make sure you get another copy. If you, he just made, sure, I mean, he loved Fry's work so much. Well, it's neat, Tim Gianni, because. Most recently, Peter wrote the introduction, I believe, a foreword for your book. He wrote the foreword, the yes, brand he did. New one. Yes, and we'll be did. talking about that. we got some words from our sponsors coming up. And uh, by the way, in case some people don't know, Peter Cooper headed to heaven back before Christmas time. And the big celebration uh, at the Hall of Fame, a celebration of the life and legacy of Peter Cooper, was Friday night. And you can find pictures online. And uh, one writer in here said that maybe there might have even been a, a tear or two and one person said what was that in my eye i believe one of the writers was, <laughs> yeah i definitely had something in my eye and and, yeah. uh, and you have uh in addition to tim and me you have yeah. two of the people who performed friday night right, they're sure. going to be on your show tonight and well on they, our show tonight because it's all for peter tonight on the peter show tonight just so good to be here on WKRM, and I'm so happy that delk and mary susan kennedy have made this place like a vortex where we can have this wonderful talk and music about people that we've known and loved and people who have touched so many people through the music, which is this music from a place we like to call the Americana Music Triangle. You know, the Americana Music Triangle is where history made music and music made history. And you can find out more about it, Tim Gianni, if you don't already know enough. I go on to AmericanaMusicTriangle.com. Did you know that? I actually, I, I knew that. I had done that. I, I do research. So. I know. Okay. <laughs> All right. He's we'll a journalist. Got, he knows we stuff, have got you know. more company. I'm just kidding. <laughs> more, more laughs and uh, just more wonderful memories of Peter Cooper, the life and times of Peter Cooper, and more music coming up right after these words from our sponsors on Americana Central Time on WKRM. Stay right there, y'all. We're coming at you live from the Mutown Radio Tower of Power, high atop Mount Parnassus in beautiful downtown Columbia, Tennessee. This is Jumpin' Joe Wiley, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Three, two, one. 
Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hello. This is Rick Tillis with Tillis Jewelry in Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. What are you looking for in a jeweler? Knowledgeable staff? Experienced goldsmiths? Or true custom designers? Experienced working with clients creating that perfect gift for a special loved one? Well, you have found them. Tillis Jewelry. Wear this and so much more. Check us out at TillisJewelry.com or on Facebook and Instagram to see our latest creations. Tillis Jewelry. Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Your host, a singer, songwriter, world-traveling troubadour, and 30-year veteran of the Grand Ole Opry, George Hamilton V. That's me, and this is Americana Central Time. That was Colonel William Covington, who, several years back, Tim Guiani wrote a story about the Viva Nash Vegas radio show for the Nashville Business Ledger, and Colonel William... I was there on the stage, had the overalls, overalls on, the straw hat, and, of course, David Spalding Jr., a man of constant leisure. It was 
quite a, a, was, a show, wasn't it? It was. You did a good show down there. By the way, I went down there not just to see you and, and the, your regular guest. Your father was there that day. And yeah. He was a special guest. And, of course, he was a he was a pretty decent musician himself and yeah. a great human being. So Yeah. You know, I loved your dad. So well, yeah, and that was I, part, of, part of the attraction. Not that you weren't the attraction. Well, now I'm the— I did, I did the yeah. story Then you met me and you said, well, now <laughs> I've changed my mind. He's the attraction. I'm just joking. <laughs> but now uh, you actually—is there uh, some mention of George IV in your brand-new book, there which is, is, is Pilgrim's Pickers and Honky Tonk Heroes. There is a chapter about George IV. I, what the book is about is— it's, it's 34 chapters about people who I was, I won't go into, this isn't about my book, this is about Peter, but uh, basically it's about 34 chapters, it's about people who I came to befriend. Yeah. It's not about me, but yeah. it's about people I had the perspective of sitting around talking to them. This is not like academic journalism, this is this is a very personal yeah. journey. Yeah. And, uh, because and like and the, the subtitle it says, by, let's see, my... Personal time. Yeah, can you read that subtitle there? That what, my personal time with Music City friends and legends in rock and roll, R and B, and a whole lot of country. Yeah. And it has, the, 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 you know, not everybody. It has people who became who I became close to. There actually are more people I'd like to write about, but I ran out of. I actually thought I'd written too many words as it was. But there, there are thirty-four chapters, and most of them are country artists. And, yeah, and Peter actually wrote the foreword, as I think you may have mentioned. Peter Cooper did. And but yeah, George the Fourth is in there. In fact, the chapter you cut me off again. I, I don't know this radio game, uh, but the chapter okay. about uh, about George the Fourth also has uh, a, a mention about Fry here because yeah. because it was at at a Kennedy rally. Yeah, but Fry covered a Kennedy rally. He was in student government at Vanderbilt, head of student government or the lecture committee or whatever it was called. He can correct me. I'm just making this up. Black but uh, yeah. but uh, Kennedy, Bobby Kennedy was coming in for for a speech to the students. He was delayed by a couple of hours. Yeah, and they, they and and uh, Fry convinced your father to go ahead and take the microphone and entertain the students. Yeah, your father was very liberal, of course, in politics. Yeah, and 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 he entertained the students, and the students, I'm sure, got more out of. I don't know. I loved Kennedy, but probably got more out of uh, George the Fourth that night than they got out of Bobby Kennedy. Well, you know, my dad got more out of Bobby Kennedy because he was just in awe of this, of meeting Bobby and being there as a part of this and meeting Fry. And it was very neat because uh, as I was watching a video, uh, there's some film that shows up on the Vanderbilt archives. And it is so interesting how the circle goes around like this circle of all of us that knew Peter at different periods of time. And at the same time, I'm looking at this video uh, Robert Kennedy is walking into the room, and there are two women clapping, and this beautiful lady on the front row. And I'm going like, that's my mama. Yeah, and there they were right there for like a whole minute. My Aunt Patsy, my mama, and just a sliver of George the Fourth. I'm still looking for pictures of George the Fourth at that event. Well, if they do, they should get them to you. Yeah. Uh, Fry actually is quoted. He wrote, he covered the event. I don't know if he did it on purpose or if he just called it in, but he covered the event as a correspondent for the Tennessee, and, and he mentioned the, the importance of how generous your father, George the Fourth, was in coming in, and, and so that's that's how Fry figures in, into this book a little bit. Of course, we're talking about Peter, who of course yeah. loved Fry, yeah. but it was uh, the, the, he is in here in this book. Well, I will say what's wonderful is uh, 
George IV loved Peter, and Peter came out and did one of our Viva Nash Vegas radio shows first. We did an Alabama focus, and John Bird was there, Fragelliard, Davis Reigns, Catherine Schelt. Uh, and uh, so uh, Peter came that time, but then he came a second time to do the Viva Nash Vegas radio show. I think Fry was on that one. And uh, Peter came and sang some George IV songs. This was after George IV passed away. But he wrote this most wonderful obituary or celebration or what a, obituary sometimes sounds so final or something. I don't know, but that's the word, isn't it? It's the word, and it's, and, it's a great word. That's the best kind of journalism is a good obituary. All right. Well, I, let I me tell you me. what. His obituary will live forever in my mind and our family's mind. Uh, that and the wonderful words of Fry Gellyard at the Robin Auditorium when he gave his farewell to George there at the memorial service. But we're talking about... Peter Cooper, and also it's on a day which is Johnny Cash's birthday, and I read this most wonderful, uh, these words from Tim Gianni through Facebook and on your blog. It led me to there. I had to, I'd been, you know, surfing and surfing Mm. and stalking and all kinds of stuff. And these words you wrote that connect Johnny Cash and Peter Cooper, and uh, you writing the news about Peter Cooper to your friends, could you give us just a small amount very, of that? Very, very quickly. It's hard, still hard for me to write about, to talk much about Peter. We, we are tonight. Um, I wrote in the, I wrote, a, I wrote, I write a lot of things just on my, I have a blog post and now I've got a website and Facebook, wherever I end up writing something, I put it up there. And I'd spent the last four days of Peter's life in the, the hospital, uh, being around the people who were there, and and, and talking to him, but the, but the connection between Peter and John Cash. Um, when when Johnny died, because Peter worked for me, but uh, we gave Peter, we knew Johnny was really sick, so we gave Peter three weeks to to write a, a prepare an obituary, to hold for the time that Johnny died, and it was a really wonderful obituary. But the lead. Was uh, was he? He wrote the lead after he'd already written the obituary, which often happens. Journalism, he couldn't figure out a good lead. Then he came up with one that says, "Somehow Johnny Cash is dead," which is like. And then it went into the wonderful history of Johnny Cash, but but that whole thing was it was his amazement. You never thought that Johnny Cash would die. Of course, this is his birthday. You never could. I mean, we saw him dying before our eyes with the video of Hurt and all that. But yeah. still, you never expected. To, Peter never expected to be the guy writing the obituary, which he did. So when Peter died, uh, I thought I, I. I mean, I needed to write something for myself, uh, which is who I write for mostly. All the people sure should buy this book. But um, I, I write to, to for my own soul, and I led with that. Uh, I said somehow Peter Cooper is dead. Primarily because that was my own. There was no way that Peter Cooper, who is 20 years younger than me, who I hired and I was his boss, and we went, we covered Johnny Cash's funeral and all kinds of things together. A lot of funerals we did together. Uh, somehow he was dead, and I had a hard time grasping that. It was on December 6th of this past year that that, that happened. So that did tie that lead that I used was. Uh, a steal, a paraphrase was a steal from Peter on, on Cash. Yeah, man, I tell you what, powerful words. And I wrote all about Peter, of course, I, yeah. and his his own history, which he was a great journalist and writer, 
but then he most put most of this, his soul in the last many years of his life into his songwriting and his work yeah. for the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And that that was all mentioned in, in my yeah. thing also. Where can people find your blog, or how do they find you online? They find me on, well, I have a, a, a um, website now, but that's not there yet. That's got a, I've got a, I can't think of the right phrase. How do you that's spell your word. name so they it's, will it, it, they, it's, it's It's just, my, my last name is Gianni. Okay. G as in George, H as in Ham, I-A-N-N-I. And if they go to to Facebook, or they, they can go to um, Facebook and find a link to my blog, or, or they can go to a blog, uh, they can just call me up, my name into the search bar, and, and, and a, a blog post, a blog will come up called, they, they call me Flapjacks, which is yeah. the name of the blog. Yeah. And, they, and so they can find, and if they go back to early December... And I don't write them every day. I mean, so you're only yeah. talking about, they go back a half a dozen, they'll probably find the Peter one. Yeah. Well, man, oh, man, this is just turning into quite an exciting time. Now, we have a slight schedule change because Irene will actually be playing this. Because, Irene Kelly, you have another gig somewhere else, don't you? Well, we have. That's right. Okay, so in the meantime, we're getting ready to go to commercial break after a song by Peter Cooper. And Fry Gilliard is going to introduce this song that Peter Cooper wrote with Don Schlitz. Yeah, I, it's my favorite Peter Cooper song, I think, uh, called Suffer a Fool. And uh, it's just uh, it's just one of the best Americana country ballads that I've ever heard. And uh, Don Schlitz sang it Friday night on the uh, along with Eric Brace, Peter's great friend. At and, the Memorial uh, at the Hall of Fame. At the Hall of Fame, yeah. yes. And, and this uh, was a big hall. I mean, you all saying it was packed. Looked yeah. like it had to be at least, what? A thousand, five hundred, whatever. The lower floor was filled. The, yeah. the, the rafter seats weren't filled. Yeah. But the lower floor, and it, you know, it's not filled. about how many people are there. And I'm not trying to say that, but it it's was just huge. so cool when you find yourself going like, man. Yeah, John, John, all John had a better have, perspective. He was, he was right John there, Bird, center yeah. stage, look, looking out at it. So, There's a lot of love there. Yeah. yeah. One of the things that Peter did, and then, uh, then you can play the song. Yeah. But he, he loved to proselytize about his favorite. Singer songwriters, okay. and so the first time I ever heard of John Bird, it was because Peter told me. First time I ever heard of Irene, it was because Peter told me. Irene first Kelly. Time, the first time I ever heard of Charlie Worsham, who was there Friday yeah. night, is because Peter told me. So, yeah. you know, that was one of the things he did. He didn't just, you know, hang out with the really famous people yeah. who were also. His close friends, Tom yeah. T. Hall, yeah. George Hamilton IV, Johnny Cash, whoever. Bill Anderson, he wrote Bill a Anderson, yeah. uh, who was on the bill Amy the other Harris. night, one of yeah. three Hall of Famers, at least, on the yeah. show the other night. But he also, you know, just loved talent, right, yeah. and heart. And so that's why he mentioned John and Irene and people like that. Yeah. So I w- I'm glad to have them here tonight and it's neat because we talk about somebody who uh wrote about so many of these folks lives it's amazing i never realized until he's in heaven wow man the body of work and it's like people said about my father he was 77 and some people said my wife she said this look he did what he had to do and he's in heaven now, you know, it's hard to take. And it's, you know, it's easy to sort of make it seem like, oh, oh, good. But, and it's a difficult thing, but the body of work, the love, the family, the friends he left behind, 
so many of us still have many years to accumulate that right. much. And I know we're all working on it. And that's what it's all about. That's right. That's right. So this song, Suffer a Fool, he wrote with Don Schlitz. We're going to play this. This is Peter Cooper with Eric Brace. And, and who did you say was also on here? Is, does uh, Don Lloyd Green is playing Green. steel yeah. on it. Yeah. So great Man. steel player. I tell you what, y'all check this out and check out more about Peter Cooper and Eric Brace and Red Beat Records. And we're going to be right back with Irene Kelly right here. And then, of course, we got Charm Bird and Paul Niehaus. It's going to be a big show. Of course, we got Tim Guiani <laughs> and Fry Gilliard. It's a party, it's a celebration, and a very wonderful feel here at WKRM on Americana Central Time tonight. Here's Peter Cooper, Suffer a Fool. And we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors at WKRM after Peter Cooper sings his wonderful song. Suffer a fool I can hardly believe Someone as wise as you Could suffer a fool like me Suffer a fool I can hardly believe Someone as wise as you Could suffer a fool like me You have seen me stumble You have seen me fall have seen me on my knees, you have heard me call. I've seen you patient, I have seen you kind, I have seen you making sure I was not left behind. Suffer a fool, I can hardly believe. Someone as wise as you Could suffer a fool like me Suffer a fool I can hardly believe Someone as wise as you Could suffer a fool like me Suffer a fool like me 
suffer a fool I can hardly believe Someone as wise as you Can suffer a fool like me Suffer a fool I can hardly believe Someone as wise as you Could suffer a fool like me Peter Cooper and Eric Brace, Suffer a Fool, a song that Peter Cooper wrote with Don Schlitz. We'll be back with more of a wonderful celebration of the life and times of Peter Cooper right here on WKRM in Columbia, Tennessee, right after these words from our fine sponsors. Stick around. Americana Central Time on WKRM. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. This is Coach Mike, and you're listening to the best radio in Southern Middle Tennessee. WKRM 103.7 FM, Columbia, Tennessee. Radio! 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 Turn your radio on! And now, your host, a singer, songwriter, world-traveling troubadour, and 30-year veteran of the Grand Ole Opry, George Hamilton V. 
Man, I had to play that because Tim Guiani met the legendary Colonel William Covington who actually sat in the same position that Tim is in here tonight at the WKRM, WKOM studio for a year at least. Colonel William Covington was here with me on the WKOM radio with the Drive South radio show. We drove down from Franklin, Tennessee, and I remember one day he said to me as we were driving down from Columbia, driving south, he said, you know what, George? You know what this means? And I said... What does it mean, William? Because he always liked to preface things with that. He said, we finally got on a real radio. And I said, I guess we did. He said, we always knew we would. I said, yeah, we did. And here we are. And just a celebration of accents, southern accents, the music that we grew up with here, the book that Tim Gianna has where he talks about not only country music, but he talks about rock and roll. R&B, and a whole lot of country music. All of that type of stuff was born right here in the Americana Music Triangle, just like Colonel William Coverton, who is watching us from on high tonight. He's up there with my daddy in Hillbilly Heaven. And Fry Gellyard, you have a special introduction here because Peter Cooper introduced you to our next singer-songwriter, our first live singer-songwriter on the show tonight. And she's been on this show before, but... You yeah. introduced. So Peter yeah. Told me, um, he always liked to tell me who he was writing songs with, and um, and kind of extol their talent and his enjoyment of working with them. And one of the people who I didn't know until Peter told me I should uh, was Irene Kelly, uh, who did a marvelous job Friday night at the at the Hall of Fame, and so. She's here tonight, and she's going to do a couple of songs, I think. How about a round of applause for Irene, Irene. Kelly? Aww. Man, oh, man, Irene Kelly, welcome Thanks back to Americana intro, Central Time. You it's good have to be got, back. You know what? Yeah, and it's yeah. great to have you here, especially yeah. for Peter Cooper. For our good friend, But yeah. also, you've got some songs right in the top of the bluegrass charts right about yeah, now. Yeah, I've got a new record out. Yeah. It's called Snow White Memories, and yeah. we've got a single out. And yeah. uh, it's doing really well. And you some are carrying on that family tradition. Mm-hmm. You have some family members that I guess they appear on the record too. They do. They Your daughter Justina me. was with you last time you that's were here. That's correct, yeah. And you and have another daughter. Sarah Jean, that's yeah. right. And they're both singing on the record, but Justina co-produced the record. Yeah, cool. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's got, got some with studio Steve chops. Cropper, isn't she? she does, yes. And she's right now getting ready to mix Dave uh, May- Mason's new record. So she's wow. working with some rock and roll legends. And she's lived over in France. She has. Yeah. yeah. That's now you've right. traveled all over the place. Yeah. Singing your songs. Yeah, and, I have. So this song uh, in your blog, on your post on Facebook, mm-hmm. you mentioned it was maybe a rainy October day or? Oh, the one that I wrote with Peter, the first yeah. song. That's right. Well, if yes. You want to, uh, yeah. Sure. Um, and I did this in the uh, Celebration of Life on Friday night. So I want to do this for you again. Um, song called Feels Like Home. And this was the first song that we actually co wrote. Um, we had been hanging out at Norm's River Roadhouse a yeah. lot for a couple With years. Norm Stannard. Right. Yeah. On the west side. Yeah. Until the 2010 flood kind of put a stop to that and turned yeah. it upside down. But we had some great times and. Peter and I got to know each other and decided to try to do some co-writing. So he came over one October day, and um, it was rainy and it was cold, and you know. And I'm from Pennsylvania, Western yeah. Pennsylvania, so the weather felt like a Pennsylvania day for about six months there. 
It's a it's a long stretch oh, of cold weather. Oh, and the title, it feels like home. That's right. So I said, Peter, you know, this day feels like home. He said, Well, that's our song. And so he just started writing verses that were just knocking me out. Wow. I mean, he's just such a wordsmith. Yeah. And uh, he got the metaphor and he got the sentiment so beautifully. Yeah. And I'm proud of this because mm. he also recorded it on his record. Cool. Uh, and you performed this day. or sang it for Peter on Friday night I at the did. Country Music Hall of Fame. Yeah, I sure did. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm so glad to have you here doing this Good and everybody out there, I'm sure. Thank you. Listen to Irene Kelly right now. <laughs> You can take a trip, but you can't go back Too many times I've heard that It's prettier in clouded memory Just a day north wind came Tapped my shoulder Brought the gray and a chill I know by heart Game over me Feels like home at home there and I know that the winters were too long like the wind against the shutters in a town I used to know anytime it looks like rain feels like You can change the present but not the past Too many times I've heard that Days like these don't scare me anymore There was a time when one blue breeze Knocked me down to my knees Now all it does is open up a door it feels like home Though I never felt at home there And I know That the winters were too long Like the wind against the shutters In a time I used to know Anytime it looks like rain Feels like Kelly, a co-write with you and Peter Cooper. When you sing the song, do you sometimes think back to that day, especially now? I do. Just... I sure do, because um, it was that melancholy, homesick kind of thing, you yeah. know. Want to go back, but you can never go back, you yeah. know. And Peter was feeling that way, too, about Spartansburg. I mean, yeah. he's talked about that a lot, you know. Yeah. You leave there and you miss it, but but you can't ever go back. Yeah. You can live. You can visit. Wow. Yeah. Sure enough. Well, yeah, now you've got your guitar in hand. You're getting ready to head somewhere because you yeah, are everywhere. Everybody's got you picking and singing. Well, yeah, we're doing some stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. fun. It's what cool. What kind of thing are you singing next? Or do you have any I'm going to so- do another song that Peter and I wrote. Oh, wait. Yeah. How many did you all write together? Oh, a bunch. But I've got some that are in my phone that I probably need to 
dig wow. them out and do some like. So you've actually got the demos. lyrics or him singing with you at uh, the demos. He's singing on one. It's Wild. just and I, I played it for for some folks and it was yeah. Yeah. It's pretty wow. moving. Um, but this song we were playing the Balsam Inn in Balsam, North Carolina. Okay. They used to feature songwriters. It was a great venue, and they'd have us come play a Friday and Saturday night. Put us up in a beautiful room as this inn was built in the 1800s. Yeah. And, what town? Uh, Balsam. Okay. Balsam, North Carolina. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and there's a little uh, post office right at the bottom of the hill. And yeah. the train goes right through. And the nice. hallways were really wide because the big steamer trucks or the, yeah. what do you call those? Big cases they'd bring in off the trains and oh, put them yeah. out in the hallways. It was yeah. really old-timey and wooden floors. And but this the, was long before your time. Have you lived many lives? Well, the yeah, train, they don't run anymore, do no, they? No, they don't, but they've pres- they preserved this place, That's and right, they'd yeah. have us come play, and it was yeah. such a great place to play. It was so inspiring. It was that at the foot of the um, Blue Ridge Mountains. Yeah. So I had spent the afternoon on the Saturday hiking, and I had this little melody, and I came back, and I said, Peter, we don't have to play for about three more hours and I got this song idea. He goes, I'll be right over. Nice. So we <laughs> we wrote this. And then uh, I said, well, I think I might sing it tonight in our round. Of course, you know, I forgot all the words. But <laughs> he kind of backed me up. But we did it anyway. We yeah. It was nerves and, you know, guts. But we did it anyway. But uh, I want to do this for you. So this is a song that you, Irene Kelly, and Peter Cooper wrote That's together. That's right, yes. And it is called? Up in those Blue Ridge Mountains. Cool. Up in those Blue Ridge Mountains There's a path that I did walk I wound up to the clouds that cloudy day And in those Blue Ridge Mountains Thinking all the while Things I never took the chance to say Periwinkle, wild aster Blushing dog would say The autumn's coming on Golden lilies by the water My eyes were brimming over And my heart leapt like a fawn Up in those Blue Ridge Mountains There's a path that I did walk I wound up to the clouds that cloudy day And in those Blue All the while Things I never took the chance to say Well I love you, I love you not Daisy petals scattered on the ground Yeah, I know the answer now Doesn't matter anyhow Took the 
chance to say Thinking all the while Thinking about you now you've gone away From these blue I mean, Kelly right here on our celebration of the life and times of Peter Cooper. Irene co-wrote that song with Peter Cooper. Now, Irene, if you stay here for just a minute while I play a Johnny Cash track. Okay. Because we're going to take some pictures of everybody right here so oh, we can yeah. commemorate this wonderful event. And then we'll be back with John Bird, Paul Niehaus, Tim Gianni, and Fry Gilliard. Irene Kelly. That was fantastic. Thank One you. more hand right here for Irene Kelly. Thank yeah. you, George. And Peter Cooper. And man. Peter Cooper. Yeah, and this, we can't wait. Are you going to put together a whole album of you and Peter? Well, uh, you know, that's a good idea, isn't it? Uh-huh. Stay tuned. All right, stay tuned. For more. <laughs> Where can people visit you in the meantime? On my website, irenekelly.com. And they can listen to your wonderful album. They can reach it yes. there through the uh, yes. website. You can email me. Got all kinds of neat pictures of being there at the Peter Cooper uh, celebration of of, uh, life and legacy. Yeah, I think they're all over Facebook, too, right now. There's lots of great photos. And Stacey Huckabee was on board snapping photos. So I I think we're going to have some really great photos coming up from Stacey. Yeah, that's going to be great. Did you ever meet Johnny Cash? No, but I saw his last performance at the Americana show with June. Yeah. Right before... I think, yeah, before she passed. Yeah. Wow, fantastic. Yeah. Well, here's a song that comes off of maybe Boom Chicka Boom. It's uh, Johnny Cash. I think this is on that album. I'm not sure. But I've got the record collection at home, and I just always pull all these wonderful songs out. This is him doing Cats in the Cradle and the Silver Spoon, Little Boy Blue, and The Man in the Moon. Happy birthday, Johnny Cash. <laughs> A child arrived just the other day He came to the world in the usual way But there were planes to catch and bills to pay He learned to walk while I was away And he was talking for I knew it And as he grew he'd say I'm gonna be like you, Dad You know I'm gonna be like you And the cats in the cradle and the silver spoon Little boy blue and the man in the moon Coming home, Dad, I don't know when But we'll get together then You know we'll have a good time then My son turned ten just the other day He said, thanks for the ball, Dad, come on, let's play Can you teach me to throw? I said, not today I got a lot to do, he said, that's okay And he walked away, but his smile never did It said, I'm gonna be like him, yeah You know I'm gonna be like him And the cat's in the cradle and the silver spoon Little boy blue and the man in the moon When you're coming home, Dad, I don't know when We'll get together then You know we'll have a good time then He came from college just the other day So much like a man I just had to say Son, I'm proud of you, can you sit for a while? He shook his head and he said with a smile What I'd really like, Dad, is to borrow the car keys See you later, can I have them, please? And the cat's in the cradle and the silver spoon Little boy blue and the man in the moon 
moon When you're coming home, son, I don't know when But we'll get together then, bad You know we'll have a good time then Retired, my son moved away I called him up just the other day I said I'd like to see you if you don't mind He said I'd love to dad if I could find the time My new job's a hassle and the kids got the blues But it's nice talking to you dad It's sure nice talking to you As I hung up the phone it occurred to me He'd grown up just like me My boy was just like me And the cat's in the cradle and the silver spoon Little boy blue and the man in the moon When you're coming home, son, I don't know when But we'll get together then, Dad You're gonna have a good time then Man, oh man, Johnny Cash and the way that guitar takes that song to me to a whole nother level. Fry Gaylord, Gaylord, sorry. I'm just getting all tongue-tied. Fry Gaylord, you are here. And you, of course, wrote Watermelon Wine, The Spirit right. of Country Music, amongst many other books to follow. How many books have you written at all now? Um, 30, I think. No way. I think that's right. You haven't been counting. Well, you probably I'm, not have a new at, one. I'm not good at math. I just, yeah. you know, I just. That's not counting the brand new yeah, one. Right, okay. right. You so, come up to the Southern Festival of Books, I guess, every year. Well, you're in Nashville. You know, I, I try to come either as a as a participant or uh, I really like it when I can come and just listen. Yeah. You know? So it's cool. It's it a is, great event. Yeah. It really is a fine event. Well, that's very interesting because, like, I tend to talk way too much, as you know. And I think Tim knows that, too, and also John and also Paul. But you've been nice enough to let me just ramble on. But the thing that's so neat is I've noticed that writers many times, have you noticed how they actually listen? <laughs> it helps. It's uh, true. You have to you have to listen to be able to, to write. Yeah. Oh, that's why I never, never write. I'm sorry. That's why you talk. <laughs> right. <laughs> now I got it. But if I gave you you were trying to tell me a story about Johnny Cash, but I just couldn't stop listening to that type yeah. of stuff. Well, but about Johnny Cash. Yeah, it's so I had, a, I had a chance to write about Johnny Cash in the book Watermelon Wine yeah. about country music. There was uh, more than one chapter about Cash. And, you know, interviewing him was one of the great thrills of a, of a career, I yeah. have to say. But after the book came out, uh, somebody from Columbia Records, which was Cash's label, arranged for me backstage to give Cash a copy of Watermelon Wine, which I was thrilled by. Yeah. And I expected Cash to sort of patiently, you know, accept this gift of, a, you know, this photo op or whatever that somebody. But, you know, he took the book and he was very gracious. And then he said in this very... I thought incredibly humble way. He said, well, would you sign it for me? Wow. <laughs> and yeah. so I can tell it's a great man bites dog story. I can tell my grandkids <laughs> that Johnny Cash once asked for my autograph. You yeah. know? That's right. Now, here's the thing about that story that yeah. makes it actually more than an oddity. And that is just the kind of 
everyday guy that Johnny Cash was while at the same time being larger than life. Yeah. I mean, he was so down to earth in that moment, and yet there was this aura about, I mean, this is Johnny Cash, and in his presence, it was easy to feel a little bit tongue-tied, I will tell you. Yeah. He was was just an amazing uh, presence on stage, but also off stage, and it was... uh, you know, it was just a, a terrific experience for a young author with his first book. Yeah. To get to sure hand a copy did. to Johnny Cash. Well, you know, talking about that, I, I, I'm thinking, who knows, maybe it was Johnny Cash. Did Johnny Cash name Tim Gianni Flapjacks? Or? No, no, no. That that came long before, and I think there was liquor involved. But, uh, yes, that was a – and 3 a.m. pancakes. But okay. that's, a long, that's a long story, and we don't want to get into that. Uh-huh. That would be for the next American Central Time. I did know Cash, uh, very, not, not really well, but I did know him. I'd been, I, I'd been to his house, um, and, I, and I had a fascination with a lot of those old-time musicians – but prior to Peter coming, prior to I was entertainment editor and I hired Peter at the Tennessee. And prior to him coming, I was kind of I, I was using my position to go out and meet, like your dad, yeah, and 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 and, and talk to Cash, talk to Tom T, all these fellows, Willie Nelson, Chris became Chris Christopherson became yeah. a close friend. But when, but Peter introduced me to something else, uh, which uh, and that was some of the younger people. And some he could no longer write about. I, I, I went off into the freelance world, and he went to the Country Music Hall of Fame uh, and, and was not really writing a lot. But he couldn't write about his business partner, Eric Brace, yeah. or his, or, or his, or his uh, other side man, who's a, probably the best guitar player. One, not one, I don't want to really one of the best, uh, Tom Utes. Yeah. He couldn't write about those guys. I went to about 15 shows more than that of those guys, and uh, and and I began. I was able to pick up and tell stories about those fellows because Peter couldn't. They were his his business and personal partners, so and he just could not write about them. So I wrote about Eric and two or three times, and about Tom and Tom's relationship with with Bobby Bear, who was a friend of mine at that yeah. point. But one of the great pleasures was that Peter did. He did uh, push people that he loved. Yeah, and he did tell me. They were having a showcase uh, for Red Beat Records during, I don't know what, what someone in Nashville's weeks. And they said, uh, Peter said, you know, you really need to come down. I really want you to hear who's the best country music singer in Nashville. Uh-huh. And I said, who is that? And he said, his name's John Bird. He's, uh-huh. been, a, he's been a professor. He came up here to, be, to, to, be a, to, to chase his dream of being a country musician. Yeah. And so I went, and this was in a storefront. Two doors up from where you used to, where you used to have your headquarters downtown. Yeah, and 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 and, 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 down there. and, and, and John was in the window, which was the stage. Wow! And, and he and he did a couple of songs. Then we got to I got to meet him later. I've been to see him a few times. Also had the opportunity to sit down one sunny afternoon in Hillsborough Village and drink coffee with John and write write about him. He is a, a, a great great country musician. And people should be listening to him. I'll say that I'm echoing, I'm, I'm repeating Peter Cooper there, but I just think that John, who I'm going to just hand off to here, I think John is somebody folks need to listen to. And this is John Bird, came all the way Thank down you, from Terry. Nashville. 
you got Paul Niehaus with you now. You I are going Paul Niehaus. Yeah, now you yeah. all sometimes have a, a pseudonym or what do you got a nom de stage? Yes, me and me and Paul. That's right. Paul Niehaus would be you, John Bird, and mm-hmm. Paul. Paul and Niehaus. Paul. Now sometimes it's me and Pete, me and Joe, me and I mean because Paul is a working musician and he goes yeah. where he get, he gets paid. Yeah. Well, yeah. but uh, mostly it's just me and Paul. Cool. <laughs> the now first you, song we did when we came back from the COVID was a very disturbed, uh, mixed-up version of the Willie Nelson song, Me and Paul. We'll right, save you yeah. that tonight. But uh, that's the first thing we did after COVID was, yeah, yeah had to do a personal, change a few words, oh, make yeah. it about Franklin, and yeah. you know, Franklin's been rough well, now on Paul us. Now, <laughs> Paul has got this unique instrument that I think we're starting to hear in country music it again. It is a unique but instrument. for a while, people tried to make it go away. Don't hold it against him. I won't. No, Matt. Just because you have to be a strange cat to be able to play one. Man, oh, man. You have to really, like, philosopher. I'd say. Yeah. Mathematician. And what is it called? Pedal steel guitar. Ooh, <laughs> right here. Or some people call it the sit-down guitar. Yeah. And But, uh, yeah. And tonight... Once again, Paul is working without a cussing microphone. Aha! Uh-huh, you know, yeah. cussing mic. No, because he, no. he's concentrating. <laughs> yeah. He, here's one thing you said about pedal steel guys. They never fret. Yeah, right, yeah. They don't have them. And so it's all pedals, <laughs> knees. Yeah. You know, he's a bar on one hand, pick, finger picks. He's concentrating. Let, let him do his thing. Well, now, you all are going to do uh, this song you're getting ready to play here. Does it have a title? And does it, is this one that... Well, uh, yes, this is a song I wrote with Peter. I, I, I'll I'll sing whatever you want, no, but, yeah. you know. But I wrote this song with Peter because we were sitting late, late night at a bar in the west side of town, and it's a bar that was frequented by Music Row people and by fraternity people yeah. and sorority people, and so we're sitting at the bar, and after hours, we just said, you know, I told Peter, turned to him, I said, you know. I get tired of the Texas guys talking about Texas and how great it is all the time. Yeah. And he goes, I know it gets, it's, they wear you out. <laughs> and I said, yeah. I, and I said, you know, if Texas is so great, what are you doing here? Uh. <laughs> and, and he went, that sounds kind of like a song. I said, well, I've got it. Yeah, it is. I'm yeah. trying to. He goes, meet me tomorrow at 10 a.m. and we will finish this song. Wow! <laughs> and that's that's how I wrote this song that I'm going to do for you. Yes, yeah, so it's to be a song by John Bird with Peter Cooper. And here's how you know Peter had something to do with it All because right. there's some mentions, there's some name dropping, and these are people that that uh, Peter insisted should be in the song. All right. Are we ready? Oh yeah. All right. Well, if Texas is so great, well, then what are you doing here? All you want to talk about is Texas. I'm trying to drink my beer. Now, Porter and this girls are pretty, but I like Panama City. And if Texas is so great, well, then what are you doing here? Sitting in my favorite Nashville bar. Mad at the waitress cause there's no Lone Star Talking about your Texas music too Well I'm trying to listen Timmy Lou She's from Birmingham And if Texas is so great Well then what are you doing here? All you want to talk about is Texas I'm trying to drink my beer 
Now poor dear girls are mighty pretty And I like Panama City And if Texas is so great Well then what are you doing here? Shiner every now and then Much rather have a whiskey blend Say God Clark is your favorite son He moved to Nashville in 1971 He never moved back Oh, and Texas is so great Well then what are you doing here? All you want to talk about is Texas I'm trying to drink my beer Now poor dear girls are pretty And I like Panamon City And if Texas is so great Well then what are you doing here? Show sure, man! Like a shiner every now. Oh, no, that's not it. Horn hooking is the thing to do. I wouldn't do it if I were you. You're going on about the Alamo. Well, I was rooting for Mexico. Uh-oh. If <laughs> Texas is so great, well, then what are you doing here? All you want to talk about is Texas. Beer. Now poor dead girls are mighty pretty When you find them in Panama City And if Texas is so great If Texas is so great If Texas is so great Then what are you doing here? <laughs> A wonderful song. Fantastic. <laughs> man, oh man. John yeah, Bird. so, you know... Pa- Peter uh, Cooper had to have Guy Clark in there. Yeah. He had to have Emmy Lou in there, who I got to meet last night for the first time. Well, you ever. mean Friday night? Friday night. Par- yeah. Pardon me. That's right. Oh, wait a minute. There's something you don't want to talk about. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. No, I'm name dropping now. I know. Like he, we were doing in the song. Yeah, but I mean, that's so cool. So oh, it's the a- mixture of people that were at the wonderful celebration of the Country Music Hall of Fame downtown Nashville. Friday night was just Unbelievable, of course. Emily Harris, did you get a chance to meet Bill Anderson, too? Oh, indeed, I did. Yes, oh, man. Oh, it was special. Could you see got Tim Guiani? Buddy Miller were and... you on stage? When you looked out in the audience, could you see Tim Guiani, or was he hiding? I'm going to be honest with you. He had his sunglasses on. And this is a professional tip. Okay. If you want to keep from bawling your eyes out, don't look at the front row at an event like that. You yeah. can kind of look at the spotlight, blind yourself. Look at the dark. It's okay, and try to remember the words. And I wish I'd heard that earlier. <laughs> earlier, <laughs> yeah. I mean, did you, you know, did Charlotte, you start crying some, or what's that? Were you crying some during your performance? Or no, was this but something I, that happened you know, earlier. I wanted time? to say. Okay, I wanted ahead. to say something, and I, and, and I did. I, I I wanted to say that you know one of the things I'm taking away from all of this yeah. is to be a better friend. Yeah. And to be 
someone's champion because yeah. that's what Peter was for me. He was yeah. my champion. Nice. And I and I don't want to use it as a verb like champion like winning a ball game. Yeah. I mean to champion someone. Yeah. A verb. I know we're talking with literary guys here. To champion I want to champion people because that's what he did for me. Yeah. And and so if that that's part of what I'm trying to take away from all of this tragedy is to be a better friend, yeah. to be a friend now. I tell young folks when they have their talk about their mom. I'm like, yeah. love them while you got them. You yeah, know? and 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 so that's what I'm that's what I'm working on anyway. You, what you want to say? No, that's it. I wanted to. If he wasn't going to admit it, he had <laughs> profound words to say. It was hard for him to get through them. Yeah, uh, he got through them. There were a lot of people who had trouble with their words, or some with their songs. Yeah. And then there were tears like me in the second. I was the second row, sitting behind Peter's widow. Um, but I was in the second row, and, and 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 I had tears too. And I got a chance to talk to John backstage afterward, and he talked more about his his his, his new renewed. At least he's always championed people. Yeah. But his his renewed mission in life. He's one of the nicest guys in Nashville. Yeah. And 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 he's taking some inspiration from our mutual loss in Peter. But he was. And he also was wonderful on stage. He was yeah. just one. There were you couldn't really say. I can't say that there was a single highlight, uh, one that was better than the other. They all came. They just kept it was on coming. Amazing. Yeah, now it was all, amazing. and also all of y'all are, are much younger than me. Even though I look like I'm 23, <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's interesting. As I get up in years and I listen to old dogs and children of watermelon wine, oh my. or you know, I, as I listen to, I love. Or anything, suddenly I start crying, and I think it's really—it's beautiful to start crying. And it, but it's difficult when you're on on in front of people because you think like, oh no. And the thing that's neat is they're starting to feel it too, and sometimes it turns into this tidal wave of emotion, which is we're all there, like the the live performance experience. Yeah, just to feel the goosebumps in the room. Yeah, yeah, it's real. It was. tangible the other night the, the goosebumps yeah i'll say this uh, uh even jason ringenberg yeah who is should should be considered the uh, one of america's best yeah. rock frontmen. he never they never quite made that, that level but he did a song he should have he's wonderful whole band was wonderful the scorchers but he did a song that he wrote with peter I can't remember the title. John might remember it. Or Fry uh, Me. Uh, all or I Want for Christmas? Or yeah, All I Want for Christmas is a honky. Is a Honky tonk. Is a, uh, skunk? No, it is a punk rock skunk. Punk rock All I Want skunk. for Christmas is a... But even Jason yeah. Jason did that and did it in his typical Jason flailing arms. Yeah. Not like he did it the first time I saw him 40 years ago. Yeah. But he still was trying to do it. That was 40 and, years and, ago? The, the, the Scorchers, yeah. No uh, when, in their highlight In their heyday. Uh, but he did that his old style stuff, but he had words to say about Peter, and they were hard. Yeah, even you know, even you think, oh, here's this hardcore rocker, and and he, but he's about as sweet a guy as you can find. Yeah, and and, and he, you know, everybody, his his may have been the 
the spiritual lift everybody needed. A, yeah, it was a light moment, moment that, yeah. and it was a much needed yeah. lighter moment. It's got, you know? it got it kicked everybody in the butt. Is yeah. there any kind of video, or would there be one maybe this Sunday show? There were some people make doing cam. Uh, the were there individual team? videos? Yeah, yeah. But, I, I, I'm not certain. I, I, I wouldn't know. I don't, I don't think but, so. I'm sorry, Fry. You no, go ahead. Go ahead. I don't. Eric said that Eric Bray said there was not going to be okay. a, a full recording of the whole yeah. thing, which. Mm-hmm. This kind well, of each bad, one will be like a standalone video, yeah. Because yeah. you see so many of so many people, and there's titles and everything, so well, it doesn't get all mishmashed and lost. One yeah. of the things I respected was that they didn't promote it as a show. Yeah. It wasn't a show, right? Right. It was a really heartfelt celebration, and, and music was part of it. Yeah. You know, humor was part of it because Peter, when talking about what kind of writer he was, yeah. You know, they can make you think. Make you laugh, yeah. make you right. feel yeah. sad or, or whatever, you know, contemplative and and all of those things. Yeah. But it, it, it wasn't a show. Yeah. It was just a bunch of musicians celebrating a dear, dear friend. I mean, yeah. that, so music happens. Yeah. That was the feeling in the audience as well. And most people yeah. knew, felt like they knew Peter. They may not have, but they felt like they knew him. And then, they were, then there were all these wonderful people on stage. And so it was like it was like a, a gathering. Do you remember so the song? Uh, I don't know if Mo Bandy wrote it, or, but the song Hank Williams wrote by life. You know, oh sure, it's neat. It's almost like you you all probably as writers and as songwriters and steel guitar players and so mm-hmm. much more. But there's nothing more than steel guitar. But you know what I'm saying? Because Paul Neighhouse does Heart all kinds soul. of things. That's right. But when people come up to you and they go like, "I know exactly how you felt when you wrote that," <laughs> or you wrote my <laughs> life story. <laughs> It is a really, really interesting thing. And so people can watch these videos, they can listen to these stories, and they will have read some of Peter's writing. And they'll start bawling probably too because it's like, I know the man. You know, yeah. it's it's very interesting to know someone and you never actually meet them. And maybe you don't know them as well as other people, but to become acquainted with them through the words that used to be written on paper. What do you think about that? Well, those words that are used to be on paper, there isn't room in most of the newspapers, if that's what you're talking about, that are yeah. left for for that kind of journalism anymore. Yeah. Maybe in New York City. Yeah. Uh, but they're going bankrupt um, <clears throat> in Washington. But there's not the there's not the room for a 50 inch story. Yeah. Uh, about Amy Lou Harris in, in any newspaper left that's left anymore, or or one about John Byrd. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm not just talking about the, the really yeah. famous people, uh, but but there but but uh, I mean there is room on the internet. Yeah, there, and, and we can do it in books. Fry's done a lot of them. Yeah, uh, but but the, it's a sad. I spent my life as a newspaper man, so it's sad to me to see what's what's become. Yeah, because I loved a newspaper that had some guts to it. Yeah, and Peter was a writer who had guts and talent. And he was on my staff, and I and I f- feel like I had a little bit of that too, but we had uh, that, that was a different time. That yeah. Was, uh, well, you know, and what is very interesting about the front porch radio we have going on here at WKOM and WKRM, Delk Kennedy and the Kennedy family, they had the Columbia Daily Herald that they were editors and publishers of for so many years, several generations. And it's interesting, there's some radio stations, of course, in Nashville that now have long format where people actually can talk and stuff like that. And one thing is, I miss the paper, because I love the paper, 
But I also love to hear the tone of these people's actual voice. So now it's like the theater of the mind. Uh, it is. And uh, we have a wonderful writer here in town named Jay Powell who wrote a wonderful feature on uh, Peter Cooper or mentioned about him, obituary or memory of him, in the Columbia Daily Herald and also on his Facebook page. And uh, I really encourage you all to look out and check out the things that Jay Powell is writing for the Columbia Daily Herald because it's a real live newspaper. There's a part of the, the Tennessean family now, but we still have some stories that happen right in a medium-sized town, you know. So it's so cool. And some of them are now making the headlines up in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Work the way up. So mm-hmm. hopefully everything will... You probably... Well, I've been around longer than everybody here. But the idea that, you know, sometimes it spins around and the circle comes back. And it's interesting, when I was teaching letterpress at Omar College, that the kids would actually be feeling paper. And they'd actually be using ink <laughs> and printing stuff, and their hands would get messy. And they're so used to using a computer, but all that stuff could go down at any moment if the battery dies. Right. You know? But this stuff you can carry around with you. You could rip it if you don't like it. You can try to tape it back together and say, I should have done that. You know. So here we are celebrating the life and times of Peter Cooper and the music. And we'll be right back after these words from our sponsors and uh, John Bird's going to have some more music with oh, Paul no, Niehaus. We've got Tim Gianni and we've got Fry Gullio. Are you still there, Fry? I am. See, that's what we talked about, how I noticed that writers can be very quiet and <laughs> I can talk too much. And Fry, you hadn't said a word in like, how long? Well, you you fill you fill the space, George. It's good. Thank you. It's all good. <laughs> Thank you very much. Well, then turn back in to American Central Time in just a second. I'll try and fill some space and also get out of the way because we have John Bird, Paul Niehaus, Tim Gianni, and Fry Gellyard here celebrating the life and times of Peter Cooper on WKRM American Central Time, coming at you live from Columbia, Tennessee. Here are some words from our fine sponsors here at Front Porch Radio, y'all. This is Jumpin' Joe Wiley, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Three, two, one. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hello, this is Rick Tillis with Tillis Jewelry in Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. What are you looking for in a jeweler? Knowledgeable staff? 
Experienced goldsmiths are true custom designers. Experienced working with clients creating that perfect gift for a special loved one. Well, you have found them. Tell a story. We are this and so much more. Check us out at tillastory.com or on Facebook and Instagram to see our latest creations. Tell a story, Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. And now, your host, a singer, songwriter, world-traveling troubadour, and 30-year veteran of the Grand Ole Opry, George Hamilton V. By the way, I want to say hello to T-Texas Tom Comet and America's sweetheart, Amy Comet, who may be out there listening somewhere on the highways that wind and wander via WKRMRadio.com. That's them singing Radio Radio with yours truly and Tom doing the trumpet. And then, of course, Colonel William Covington right there in the middle of that wonderful donut intro that makes Tim Gianni smile. Why are you smiling? Are you laughing at me? No, I'm not laughing. <laughs> You're just laughing with me. me. You, you make me smile, George. It's part of your charm, I'm sure. So. You mean, uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I think. Well, that was, what's so much fun, what's so interesting is, I said, are you having fun? You said, I'm having more fun than I thought I'd have. And then I said, well, how much fun did you think you'd have? And you said... I thought I'd have a lot of fun. So that means you're having even more even fun. Even more fun, yeah. <laughs> but that's because it's a celebration of the life and times uh, of Peter Cooper. I'm in good company. I knew you, George. I, I only knew Fry as a, to meet him. Yeah. And, and this guy's one of my oh, man, heroes. Oh, man, John Bird. Yeah. And, and, Paul, and Paul is a, oh, yeah. a legend. So Can we all but, give a round of applause for all of us? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure people out there are clapping, too. Yeah, and we're headed back to Fry Gilliard now because he has... Somehow you disappeared from the microphone. You're a writer, and that yeah, happens from yep. time to time. Yeah, well, I was going to tell a story about John Bird. Cool. So we've talked about how Peter always liked to promote people that he believed in, whose music and talent he was inspired by. And I remember very well the first time that Peter mentioned John Bird to me. And I was at Peter's house in East Nashville on Fatherland Drive Road, whatever it, yeah. it, it is. And we were talking about songwriters. Uh, and he said, "And he said, uh, do you know John Bird?" And and I said, "No." And he said, um, "Well, you should. He's an Alabama boy, just like you." Yeah. And uh, and he said, "I tell you what. By way of introducing John, he said I'll." I'll uh, play you this song that John wrote that I have recorded. I've just recorded. 
And so he did. And, John, you know what song I'm talking about, (laughs) right? And uh, would you sing it? I think I can manage that. I hope so anyway. I wanted to say, and I couldn't say this Friday night. I just couldn't. It's too emotional. But this is the first cut that I ever got in Nashville, the first cut. And I call my mom, Mom, uh, I got a cut. Are you all right? I'm like, uh, no, no, it's a good thing in Nashville. Oh, okay. And uh, and uh, so, yeah, I, this is important to me. It's a sentimental song, as I do, uh, uh, and it's got mom in it. <laughs> but uh, And even though it's kind of a seasonal song, it's really about songwriters, like yeah. a lot of my songs. It really is about songwriters and music makers and uh, and we just do what we have to do do what we can do and keep going and uh, so this one's called Silent Night believe All it or right, not John. After all the nights noise from the boys in the band After all the loneliness from a month of one night stands It's good to settle down in a place where I don't have to fuss or fight It's good to find myself at home with only a silent night Silent night Sets my mind at ease Relieves me of the squeeze Of doing what I do Silent night No voices in my head Just peace on earth instead And a silent night This time of year takes me back when I was a child Singing carols with a little brother Just to make our mama smile Standing on the front seat Holding on with all our might She drove us home for Christmas And we sang Silent Night Silent Night Sets my mind at ease Relieves me of the squeeze I'm doing what I do Silent night No voices in my head Just peace on earth instead In a silent Never to return 
Though the memory can find me, the memory still burns. I may be gliding down the road on a hot summer day so bright. <laughs> and humming silent night, silent night sets my mind at ease, relieves me of the squeeze of doing what I do. Silent night, no voices in my head, just peace on earth instead. And a silent night. Just peace on earth instead, and a silent night. Man, oh man, John Bird and Paul Nehas. Tim, what'd you think about Almost that? Almost made it. <laughs> it, it uh, that was, that's uh, tough on the vocal cords. That's it was what a it wonderful is. song. <laughs> yeah. I told you before, and, and and Fry already brought that up about how good John is, and the the that's the that's real country music. And, yeah. And, and Do you all remember that? Telling a story. <laughs> it's back again. Telling a story. You got the steel going along with it. Yeah. You know. What's funny is people ask me sometimes after when me and Paul are playing or when we're done and take a break or when we're done the and uh, like what, so what kind of music do you do you do I say well and I it, I I I'll, I'll confess that I pause and I go well we do country music uh-huh. and they'll go I love country music and they go well. You might not like what we do. Or they go, you know, I don't really care about country music. You know what? You might like what we do. Yeah. <laughs> because it's all so twisted up now. Yeah. And uh, we play all the time. And invariably, people will come up and say, well, we went downtown last night. And we thought, this can't be it. Yeah. And then we found you here at D's. Yeah. Or at the Station Inn. Or, you know, they, the intrepid music lovers that still come to Music City for all the right reasons. Yeah. And they want to hear great musicians and they want to hear great songs. And they're they're not obsessed with genre. They don't. They just want to hear. They know it's Music City. Now they'll be able to catch you live. Is it Tuesday night next week? Or Wednesday. Wednesdays. Okay. Me and Paul, six to eight. Wednesdays at D's. At D's. Now where is that located? East Nashville. It's in Madison, Tennessee. Nice. It, and it, it's it is in East, East Nashville. Essentially, yeah. it's right it's right off Gallatin Road. Yeah. And uh, so they can come see you this Wednesday night. They sure can, and you know we uh, because it's Madison, and you may appreciate this. Uh, we'll do from time to time. We have to do a Kitty Wells song. Yeah, I'm just saying it's yeah. Madison. You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she and Johnny Wright lived out that way. Right? I say, yeah, and and so we do. Yeah, yeah. we do. And I'm just. Have so, you been to Hank Snow's Rainbow Ranch? Now that it is like a B and B. I something? have not been out there since that. Yeah, I, uh, I, a friend of mine has though. What has happened with Kitty Wells' house? Yep, that's what they say. Are know. they doing? Uh, they're remodeling it, or I, I don't know it? what's happening to Kitty's house. I, yeah. You can I've give not, a tour to no, the people. I've not been there since, since she was alive. So that's a long yeah. time ago. Well, we're going to take a brief commercial break, sure. and we're going to be straight through with uh, John Bird, Pawnee House, Tim Giani, and Fry Gilliard here on Americana Central Time on WKRM. We are celebrating the life and times of the one and only. Peter Cooper right here. We'll be right back after this. Here we go. 
At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. This is Coach Mike, and you're listening to the best radio in Southern Middle Tennessee. WKRM 103.7 FM, Columbia, Tennessee. Well, you all know who I am, because you've heard Colonel William Covington introduce me a couple times already tonight. We are on Americana Central Time. This is WKRM. Don't forget to tune in to me tomorrow on the Mule Town Merry-Go-Round Popular Music Hour on WKRM from 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. Monday through Friday. I play a little hillbilly jazz, no, hillbilly soul, old-time rock and roll, bluegrass, blues, jazz, Cajun Zydeco, and a song of inspiration every day. You know, talking about inspiration, I'm feeling inspired by Gail Yard. This has been an inspiring night, and Peter Cooper has inspired us all. And I'll tell you what, how about, you know, whatever. I just want to give a round of applause, y'all, for Peter Cooper, his family, his friends, the music, everything right now. Let's just clap. Come on. All right. Yay! Mm. 
This has been a fun evening, very inspirational, Fry. Are yeah, you Peter is an inspirational guy. Yeah. You know, one, one of the things, I was thinking, uh, listening to John's songs, uh, Silent Night, that yeah. Peter loves so much, and, yeah. and others. You know, Peter, in despite the fact that he had a wonderful sense of melody and music, you know, I think of him as kind of a lyrics first songwriter. All right. He sort of he understood us that that these are three and a half minute stories and they're they're it's literature. Yeah. It, that's one of the ways he thought of it. Yeah. And so it speaks to the experiences that people have. It speaks to the heart of the human condition. Yeah. Um and it does it in these little manageable chunks and we're talking about the good stuff we're yeah. talking about what yeah. john writes and what peter wrote and what tom t hall wrote and yeah. all of those yeah and and that's what peter loved and his love for that was so infectious yeah and and so he pulled a lot of us into that orbit um and he wanted to make sure we knew other people in the orbit that he thought a lot of, and it was like he was just sort of a, a uh, an evangelist for other people's songs, you know. Yeah. And and it was, uh, and yet his own songs were some of the most just intricately crafted lyrically and otherwise that that I've ever heard. I I wrote an article one time about a song Peter did called Seven Fifteen. Yeah, and it's about uh, Hank Aaron breaking Babe Ruth's home run record, and what Peter knew was that Aaron got death threats on right. his way to breaking that record. Wow! And so he wrote this country song about an African American baseball player yeah. getting death threats because he was about to break the home run record of a white baseball player. Yeah, and Peter thought that Aaron, in that moment, sort of com- completed the journey that Jackie Robinson had yeah. started years earlier. Yeah. And so what did Peter do? He wrote a song about it, yeah. you know? And it's just a marvelous piece of songwriting. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's the kind of guy that we're talking about. That's why, you know, why people loved him. Yeah, and I, just the big circle We'll be unbroken are the friends of Peter. That's, that's right. He did uh, <clears throat> a lot of things for a lot of people, and he, and he thought a lot about people. Uh, and he translated uh, his, his journalism career into, into musical journalism. He was telling those same stories in three, three and a half minutes yeah. about something, about whatever it was. I do want to add this, and it's this is— it's Tim, <clears throat> Tim Giotti here. Shortly, this is sort of self-serving, because I won't go on long with it. We're talking about him being a champion for people. And I asked him to write the foreword. I'm not going to read the whole foreword. I asked him to write the foreword to my book. And I said, how much, you know, I'll, I'll pay you, man. You know, you charge something. And he said, no. He said, oh, you know, you need to, what, what do you always pay people with, Tim? And I said, I always pay people with loyalty. He said, well, that's good enough for me. You, you take my loyalty? Yeah. Or you, can I have some of your loyalty? I said, sure. Anyway. That's good. Um, I'll read one paragraph. And it's, it's, it embarrasses me, but this is Peter talking, remember. I'm partial to Tim Gianni in no small part because he's anything but impartial. He sees people for who they are, not for the st- statistics. He values humanity and humility over scoreboard-lit accomplishments. 
If you want to know what these people did, you can look it up for yourself. It's simple these days. If you want to know who these people are or who they are or who they were, you can't find it anywhere but here. Tim's writing provides a window into people you will measure. If you want to know who Tim Gianni is, you'll find that here. Uh, you'll find that here. Uh, and partially speaking, it's a finding far worth the journey. I'm not saying that to pump myself up there. That's Peter. That's the kind of guy he was, yeah, and he's talking about. I considered him, and everybody considered, him, but he he was really was. My he had a hundred million best friends, but he was my best friend in Nashville. Yeah, and we talked almost every day until he got real sick. Um, and I even talked to him on the day he had his fatal fall, and we had a nice talk. Yeah. So he, I, I loved the guy, and and it's apparent why. So that's yeah. that's and not I think. Uh, that's why we're here. That's why John's going to sing. A you know, song. I think our WKRM signal is going all the way to heaven. You know, because this is radio and it goes out there, <laughs> all over y'all. So Peter, we're thinking about you, and thank you, Tim Gianni. The book again is called "Pilgrims, Pickers, and Honky Tonk Heroes: My Personal Time with Music City, Friends, and Legends in Rock and Roll, R and B, and a whole lot of country." The the the, the rock and roll are like Dwayne Eddy and yeah. Jason and the Scorchers. And oh, yeah. And the forward by Peter Cooper. We're here talking about Peter Cooper celebrating the life and times, the legacy. Fagel Yard, thank you for putting me together with Peter Cooper and my dad. And somehow you've been instrumental in so many things yourself. And uh, I tell you what, it's been nice to have you come up from Alabama, Fagel Yard. Thank you for being here. I was glad to be here. It's, All a, right. it's a sad and beautiful occasion. Yeah. Well, I tell you what. Thank you, WKRM, for letting us do this tonight and all y'all for tuning in. Now, John Bird, you got the closing song with you and Paul Niehaus. Now, this song that you were going to sing, was this the one you sang at the Country Music Hall of Fame on It Friday? was. It's it's a song I wrote. Uh, I was fairly new to, to, to Nashville, and uh, the, the Sherlock Holmes pub was closing. They said, well, uh, everybody's going to do a song. And you need to get a song together. And I did. I'm I'm in Nashville. Did you I meet thought. Argyle Bell down there? Pardon me. Did you see a man named Argyle Bell down there? Maybe it sounds familiar. Yeah, he I played bet some I did. steel and they had plastic patty. This uh, well, they they. Uh, I was the only person that showed up with an original song. <laughs> like, wait a minute. This is. I thought every. I thought what they meant. No. They they found a song to celebrate the bar, but they didn't. I'm like, well, I wrote this song. Cool. Like, okay. I, that, so that's, and it, so it's a it's just a bar song, right? And then we lost Buck Jones. Yeah. And it, because I was traveling to Texas with Buck, and Buck said, "Play me, play me every song you ever wrote." Yeah. I'm like, come on, dude. He goes, "No." And so he, he was a young, he was an yeah. enthusiastic youngster. Yeah, back and in so, the Billy Block days. Yes, indeed, and, and that's exactly right. And so I played every song, and, and when I got to Fond Farewell, a Fond Farewell, he went, "That's it. That's the best song. You're that's you're that's a great." And that was just he loved it. Yeah. Well, then when we, he passed away, when when he was killed tragically, and 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 we lost him. It became Buck song. Yeah. It went from a bar song to a person song. Wow. And then when we lost Billy Block, yeah. the same. Yeah. And now, you know, Peter. Because this was yeah. one of Peter's favorite songs of mine. Cool. He performed it on, on the Music City Roots. 
cool. Peter himself. So, well, we're closing out tonight with a song that was John Bird wrote. It one of Peter Cooper's favorite songs. It's been a celebration, and it will go on, I'm sure, for months to come, years to come. Thank you, George. Thank y'all for I'm being in. here. We ready? John Bird and Paul Neilhouse. And Paul Neilhouse. We'll close out the evening here okay. with this song that was sung Friday night by John. A fond farewell. All right. As your road goes on before you Your friends, they all adore you And look for simple ways to say goodbye Your troubadour collection Relied on your affection We never seem so lost as we do now Of drunken revelry The days of tragic sympathy Those times make up the people we are now The arguments and bluster Affairs of love and luster Battle scars received from rest and fate a fond farewell It seems so strange To find such love And still be parting ways A fond farewell With you I sing A fond farewell Until we meet again Until we meet again When time has had its way What will the searchers say? When dust have all become, what will they find? That a home is more than fixtures, more than songs or pictures. It's how they parted ways that tells the tale. A fond farewell, it seems so strange. Find such love and still be parting ways A fond farewell With you I sing A fond farewell until we meet again A fond farewell It seems so such love and still be parting ways a fond farewell with you I sing 
farewell until we meet again. Until we meet again. Until we meet again. Until we meet again. John Bird and Paul Niehaus right here on Americana Central Time with Tim Guiani and Fry Gilliard. Thank you all for tuning in and look up Peter Cooper. Find out more about him and celebrate the life and the legacy and share your story with a friend and champion people like Peter did and like John Bird has told us and Tim Guiani and Fry Gilliard too. Y'all have some sweet dreams and have sleep tight, y'all, and we'll see you all next time. This is a fun farewell from all of us. Till next time, till we meet George. again. Thank y'all. Thank, thank you for tuning in. Thank you, George. Thank y'all. <laughs> thank y'all for tuning in to Americana Central Time on WKRM in Columbia, Tennessee. We'll see you next time, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Mule Town Merry-Go-Round Popular Music Hour, 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. on WKRM. Stay tuned and stay cool and stay tuned to WKRM all the time right here in Columbia. Tennessee.